0: I don't like the look of this, Sephiroth whispers. You look back at the slender elven woman. She wears plate armor as if it weighed nothing, a great sword in her hand. You smile. You are wise as you are lovely, my dear. Your hands grasp each other's, a brief moment of affection between man and wife. It was only a ten day since you and your beloved were wed. Others might decide to honeymoon in large cities surrounded by luxury. For your band of adventurers... Emergency necessitated other arrangements. You turn your attention back to the entrance of the dungeon. You've never seen anything quite like it. Where other caves might have moss and and lichen growing on the rock face, crystal, the color of pearly moonlight, adorns these walls. It appears as if grown there rather than placed. It has a strange feeling of life. Your Your party was brought here by rumors of an elixir that can cure any disease, along with rumors of huge swathes of the kingdom falling ill to an unknown disease. Rather than rendering the sick feeble and weak, this disease swells their muscles and drives their minds mad. They become mutated monsters, wreaking havoc on all they come in contact with. The kingdom now is made up more of monsters than of man, and it's up to you and your friends to save it as usual. A soft music drifts out of the cave's entrance, almost as if to invite you in. You look at the rest of your party. Each looks at you in turn with undying loyalty. You grip your staff harder and you place a hand around the necklace of beads left to you from your mother. She left it to you as a legacy to remember her by. You use it as a magical focus to channel your arcane energies and to bend reality to your will. We go forth to save those who cannot save themselves, you say, and you step into the cave. Welcome back to the sixth episode of How to Be a Better DM. I'm here to tell, help you tell better stories as you, Dungeon Master, a nice little game of Dungeons & Dragons 5e. Before we get into today's show, another quick shout out to at Kahootas at K-A-H-O-O-T-A-Z, on Instagram, who does the audio work for this show. He is awesome, and if you need any help with audio work, or any audio work done, he's the guy. So reach out to him, at K-A-H-O-O-T-A-Z, on Instagram. Now, to the show. Today we are talking about crafting dungeons. This is a staple of playing D&D, and definitely a go-to for DMs everywhere. Whether you're playing from an adventure book or are crafting your own story, adding in a dungeon here and there is always a great way to break up all the quests and side quests your characters are on and give them something concrete and tangible to do. Very direct. So let's get to five tips for crafting your dungeons. Number one is start with the purpose of the dungeon. Said another way, figure out what your players' purpose will be in the dungeon. In the example at the beginning of the episode, the purpose is clear find the healing elixir. In my current campaign with my friends, they were sent to clear out a haunted mansion so that that mansion could be set up as an orphanage. Basically set up the rules of engagement for the dungeon. Answer the questions of why are the players there? And what are the general rules for how they will engage with the environment? Number two, set a big boss. Dungeons get much easier to make if you model them after most video games. For every level in a video game, there's generally a boss. Sometimes this could be in the form of puzzles or the form of an actual adversary. In my current campaign, and uh, this is a spoiler alert if you are my friend and you're actually playing in my campaign, which I highly doubt any of my friends are listening to this podcast. But if you are, you should probably tune out right now. Everyone else, the big boss in my current campaign in the Haunted Mansion is an undead beholder who's fooled a woman to marry him and love him and is using her love to fuel the Haunted Mansion. I personally like it more when the boss is an adversary, it kind of feels um, more personal, you could say, rather than just fighting against nature. But a difficult puzzle that also causes damage to players, not players, but to characters, (laughs) that can be just as fun.
1: So, number two is set a big boss. Hello, this is Tanner, and I wanted to introduce you to the character I'm playing for a live play D&D campaign on the Pact and Boon podcast. His name is Wolfgang Kindstotter. He's a dampier, meaning his father was a vampire and his mother was a human. He was raised in a noble family of vampires that specializes in providing mercenaries for both nobles and criminals, which is where he learned his skills to become a ranger, at least when he wasn't being bullied by his half-siblings. All that changed, of course, when he got sent to the Nine Hells of Calignos where our story begins. If you'd like to follow along with our adventures, please check out our new live play podcast, Pact and Boon, when it comes out this Friday, the 5th of April, 2024. Go to com forward slash Pact and Boon to get more info. We are so excited to share our adventures with you.
0: Number three is to pick a theme. Often this will generally come with either the purpose of the dungeon or the big boss, and this makes the puzzles and the smaller enemies much easier to pick. It's not hard finding what to fill your dungeon with because there's so much, it's actually hard choosing what not to fill it with, again, because there's so much. Let's take the scenario at the beginning of this episode. The cave the group would be going into, the one with all the crystals, it's probably going to have some sort of crazy archfey at the end of the cave. So most of the baddies that they're going to fight will probably be some sort of fae or some sort of dreamlike creature or dream-using creature and and have that sort of nature. That doesn't mean you can't stray. It just helps you narrow down what most of the enemies will look like and be. So that's number three. Number four is to record the map. You can either use a map someone else has created, draw one yourself beforehand, or draw one on the spot while playing. Though I don't really recommend this. It's kind of hard. Uh, But you have to have a map. You have to. Why? Because your players are going to get lost. And you are going to get lost. And the story will get lost. Seriously. Your players are probably going to want to go back and check certain things out. They may want to try different paths. And all in all, a map will make the game feel much more immersive. I pulled the map from my current Haunted Mansion dungeon off of Patreon. Uh, just a simple mansion type map. And then I tweaked it to my uses. Just, Just there's a lot of content out there. And a lot of it's free, so all you got to do is just go find it. Last but not least, number five, pick your puzzles. Believe me when I say that having your players face encounter encounter after encounter after encounter after encounter after encounter can get very tedious, both for you and your players. In encounters, helping the players get into the story can be very hard because you're dealing with a lot of moving parts. That usually comes... The story, that is... The story usually comes in between combat encounters when there's time to pause and think. That's not to say it's impossible to do it during the encounters, but it's just a lot easier when the players aren't rushed by time or things like that. They can sit and think about the story, especially when a particular puzzle is forcing them to do just that. Do you love these podcast episodes but aren't always able to listen to them? Do you learn better reading? information rather than listening to it here's what you can do go to sessionzerostudios.com slash newsletter sign up for our weekly newsletter you'll get tips and tricks sent directly to your inbox in written format that you can read and reference whenever you want you'll get tips that we don't share on the podcast and bonus techniques that frankly no one has ever heard before Again, session SessionZeroStudios.com slash newsletter and uh, get those free tips and techniques right to your inbox every week. You don't have to have a lot of puzzles, uh, especially if you don't like them, but pick just enough to break through the monotony of encounters after encounters after encounters after encounters. You get my point. And, and don't worry, I am not good at thinking up puzzles either. Believe me. Uh, with my current campaign, I just looked up some online and then tweaked them to fit my campaign, and voila! It's an interesting puzzle without making me become Einstein. Just use Google. So, let's sum them up. Number one is pick a purpose. You know, start with the purpose of the dungeon. Number two is pick a big boss. Number three is to pick a theme for your dungeon. And Number four, record the map. Please, 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 for goodness sakes, record the map. Number five, pick your puzzles. So remember, if you're new to crafting dungeons, make sure you have fun with it. And also know that you can look basically almost everything up online. Everything else you don't find online, just BS on the fly or make it up beforehand and you're going to be great. You're going to do great. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Please follow the show so you never miss a single episode and so I can give you better content. Uh, if you're enjoying the show, make sure you leave a rating and review and share the show with a new DM to help them along the way. Lastly, reach out to me on Instagram at Geronimo Levis to ask questions, give suggestions, or just tell me how your campaign's going because honestly, I would love to know. I love talking about D&D. Uh, I'm, it's probably going to be someday an addiction or something. But anyways, I love talking about DED. So send me a DM and I'd love to hear about your current campaign. Other than that, though, thanks for listening, guys. Until next time, let's go ahead and